on, guys. This is Big Ashley here. Dark Sparks Energy here for the story, not the fame. I am here with Miss Wilhelmina Jones, aka Empress Raw, influencer, motivational speaker, promoter, double MG ambassador, overall amazing person. She's gonna tell you a lot more about herself. Miss Jones, how are you doing today? How's that drive up? Hey, well, first of all, if you're gonna say my name, you gotta say it right. Oh. And it goes Wilhelmina Jones. So I gotta extend on you that. You gotta Jones. say Jones. Hold on, hold on, one more time. I'll say it with you. Wilhelmina right. Jones. Jones. <laughs> yes, you gotta say it with a ring. It has a little ring to it. Let it echo because it's gonna yes. stay forever. Yes, pronounce it. Let's get it together. Yes, this is me. I'm here. I'm checking in. Wilhelmina Jones, also known as Empress Raw. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm so nervous because. I usually am the person asking the question, so for me it's a little different when it's the other way around. But yes, thank you for inviting me here, and I appreciate you know, the energy. I appreciate you coming out, and I appreciate the gifts that you brought. Um, Beyond. Beyond is a name. I cannot get that right, but yeah. Beyond is a taste that I'm never going to get out of my brain. Yeah. Like, this thing is amazing. Make sure you tell them who put you on. Cheers hey, to that. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. This is Wilhelmina Jones. Jones put me Pause into that. <laughs> Yo, exactly. This is crazy dope. Mm-hmm. And it's a cognac. Yeah. Smoothest cognac I've ever tasted in my life, but it hits. I'm not even on my first cup, and I'm mm-hmm. feeling a little hit. A little vibe. A little vibe. A little vibe. I'll bring the vibe to you. What have you been up to besides this long drive up? <laughs> Just working every day. I'm hustling every day. I'm getting it in. Honestly, like you know, that's it. It doesn't Even stop. It doesn't stop. The grind just keeps going. So it doesn't stop. You have a lot of brands attached to your name. Like I noticed one that you had, Women Empowered. Women Empowered. Empower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was something recent. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Womenish. Um, the women. Experience mm-hmm. dope museum in Miami in Wynwood actually mm-hmm. the women that's just on their stuff and it's like a selfie museum and just an amazing um, spot for women to go so I ended up meeting the owners who are actually from Chicago and we met and I you know pitched them an idea about doing a women panel. To just bring women and power from different industries together to just motivate and inspire mm-hmm. other um, female artists, upcoming entrepreneurs, just you know, women on their grind, young girls to just kind of bridge that gap mm-hmm. and to let them hear from people that you know they could leave away with something, leave better than they came, you know, make a connect. You know, um, we had different vendors so. You could buy accessories and makeup, and it's just everything for women. And I do a lot of things in the uh, underground hip hop community. So I said, you know, I want to start moving more and making an impact, moving more on my purpose. And I feel that um, it's a lot of women that we inspire each other, but I feel like men work together all the time. So why women can't come together, empower, and just talk about business and everything? To just you know move the culture. Yeah. 
We do work together sometimes. Yeah, but a, a lot, a lot more times, times than often, though. But a lot of males work together a lot more. They they always get in the bag together, and I feel like um, sometimes women can be catty, and a lot of you know stuff going on, drama. But if you get together with four thinking like-minded individuals that's on the same page, and it's like. People don't really understand it's a lot of women behind the scenes that yeah. run the industry, that's making major plays, that's helping organize and, you know, making big decisions and, you know, pushing different brands forward. So I just want to build or bring that network together. Shout out to Pretty Hustlers, uh, Rockstar Diva, Nika. They also were partners with me on this event. Shout out to Shea Day. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to show that women can come together and we are dope and we are beautiful and we are about our business and we can get together and network and get the bag. So um, I really left there feeling empowered myself and that's what I want to do. I want to be able to use my platform to um, motivate and inspire people and just be able to evolve. Just because I started in the rap scene doesn't mean that I'm going to just stay there and I'm always going to be, you know, you started in the rap scene? Yes. Were you a rapper? <laughs> well, I actually started out yeah. in the music industry. I was a rapper. I started off my first, my rap name was Raw, which is um, Real Ass Woman, okay. Real Authentic Woman. Okay. You know? And um, I was doing that. I went to a way to school at Georgia State University mm-hmm. um, for journalism and PR. So while I was doing that, well, I actually first I started at Fan Mute. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I started at Fan Mute. So um, I said, if I ever want to graduate, then I might need to transfer, <laughs> transfer and move. So um, I put myself in position to get an internship with Outcast. And like Audrey 2000. Yeah, Andre 3000, Big Boy. That was my first internship in Atlanta. And once I did that, I realized like I did not want to move back to Florida for a while. So I went up there, I finished, I studied journalism and PR. Um, and then I, I was the artist. So just being around them um, or just grinding, I, I started doing different talent shows and everything while I was going to school, um, passing out my CDs and everything at the oh, AUC. CDs. Yeah. No, so you were really yeah. on the grind. Yeah. Wow. From um, the AUC and everything like that. And that's how I built like my name and my brand. So when I realized I was doing all this stuff in Atlanta and nobody really knew I was doing in Miami, I was like, nah, I got to come back to Miami. I wanted to work with Ross. I wanted to work with Khaled because when I was up there, I saw like they were upcoming next from Miami. So I felt like it's cool what I'm doing in Atlanta, but I want to go to my city and be able to. I learned really up there how to network and just really grind and put in work. So you always had that mentality, like growing up, like even before Raw, even before your first stage name. Did you always have like that uh, mentality of being in the music realm? I always loved music from a little girl. Um, actually, my parents are Jamaican, mm. so my dad, 
he was a DJ. So coming up, um, I listened to all kind of music. And I actually, I was into dance. So I started like ballet, tap, jazz, like all that type of stuff. I'm like, I was like five years old. So I always liked music. I always liked being in front of the camera. I always liked polo shoots. And um, I had been doing that since legit. <laughs> And then just going into high school, I used to be like in the dance and cheerleading and all that type of stuff. So that's great. What like draw you what drew you to that? Like a lot of people when they first started, like there's like an artist that they listen to, like it could be outcast, maybe that's what draw you to Atlanta. Like who's like some of the first artists, even creatives that you first heard or first seen that really draw you into the realm of creation? Um, hmm. I wanna say I grew up like you know, real hip hop. Like my brothers were, mm. my brothers are from New York, so we lived in Miami. But they always listen to music. I always, you know, was hearing what was coming out. And I remember um, seeing like Salt and Pepper on TV and on TV. I'm saying and like um, MC Light and those people like growing up like the first female MCs and I used to think, you know, I would see the guys rapping and stuff, but I'd be like, oh, the girls are like dope. And then you had like little Kim and different people and I was just very inspired by them because I was like, you know, they said whatever they was with the boys, but they held their own. So I just really, I really loved that like growing up. Never had no limitations being compared to like a a guy or anything like that in the boys growing up? No, just being able to be in the boys club and do their thing, you know, <laughs> so I, th I always thought that was cool and then I, I grew up with the boys, like I have older brothers, so, you know, just being a girl, growing yeah. up around the guys and stuff, like, you know, and being able to like, I liked how the girls were able to hold their own, so I love that. Yeah, that is dope. You sound like a tomboy a little bit. <laughs> Just shape you in the way you are right now. Like motivated, driven person. Like yeah. placing yourself in positions. Like it's not a handout. Oh, definitely. It's not a handout. You gotta work hard. Definitely. Mm. Big grind of the years. Like a lot of times I think people just see my affiliation with Rick Ross and MMG. And just feel like, oh, he just did everything for her, or she just got everything because of him. But you know, my grind caught his attention. So, you know, I've been doing, I've been doing for a minute. But um, being an artist, and what led me into doing the interviews was when I came back to Miami, I realized that um, the only way underground artists were getting heard was like on um, underground radio stations. So the mainstream radio, it was like, yeah. you couldn't get on there. So as I started, when I came home and I started doing, shout out to Larry Dog and the Larry Dog movement and doing different shows and everything like that mm -hmm. on the scene, I realized, I was like, wow, like nobody is getting interviews. Nobody is really, you know. Yeah, they're staying local. Like, right. two blocks away need to hear this. Exactly. So, um, I came up with this show and I said, okay, I'm going to do this show and then this way I'll be able to break my own music and I have to wait on anybody and then I'll be able to interview all my homies that's on the scene coming up or just talented people and give them a platform. So 
I did that for a few years and I started incorporating Bel Air into everything I did. I, I would have the artists bring Bel Air to me and stuff. And this is way before I got with MMG, like four years before. And um, to the point, finally, I did a, a photo shoot and it went viral. And Ross was like, yo, who is this girl like in my city that has a show that's repping Bel Air? And, you know. Right. Yeah. What motivates you? What like what keeps you going from day to day? Like what drives you? Um, once you get a taste of the wins, mm. it's just like you want to win more. Like you, you get different goals. Um, you know, I'm motivated by God. Like I have a strong faith. I always, I always see how He come through for me. Like no matter what. So I just really had this confidence and this boldness, like anything I put my mind to, I can do it. Um, I'm very strategic. I write stuff down. I, I have dry erase boards. I'm always surrounded by my vision boards, everything. Like I'm, I'm very serious about what I do. So just winning motivates me. Um, proving people wrong, it, it gives me the extra high. <laughs> you know, and just um, leveling up. <laughs> yeah, because you know, a lot of times people are gonna doubt you, whatever it is that you do. So it's just always fun. Like I learned to move in a code of silence. So I might, I might have known a few weeks ago that I'm about to go to the BET Awards. I'm about to do something major, and I'm not gonna tweet about it, or I'm not gonna talk about it. But it's like when you see it. You'll see me there, you know, and I really like, I just enjoy that element of surprise. I, I, I really like showing the naysayers that, no, I'm still at you. It's very funny. Keep them on their toes. Mm-hmm. You know, forget about the naysayers. I'm pretty sure you have a lot of positive people. Yeah, you, you got to focus on the positive. You got to mm-hmm. focus on the positive people and the support that you do get and the love that you do get. Um, I could never say a lot of people say, oh, there's no support in Miami, but I've been doing my thing for a minute. It's always love. Whenever I do stuff, I'm grateful enough to say that people come out, they show up, they support me. Um, any artist that I want to interview, I get the exclusive. So they show, they do show me a lot of love here. So I'll never forget um, the love and the support that I get from my city. And it's very important to me. And I feel like if you want to do anything, you got to get hot in your backyard. Like people got to know your name. People got to, you know, can't just know blow up and it's like, oh, live where? Down the street? What? Yeah. So. I definitely love my city and whatever I'm doing, whether it's a woman empire event, whether it's battle mania, where artists rapping together against each other, I've always had a lot of support. So definitely grateful for that. Now, the city's a bit broad. I'm pretty sure you have like some people like in a close circle that's like show you a lot of support. Can you tell me more about your supporters that's really close to you? Um, I have a like few months support system. Yeah, it's important to have a good support system. My support system is very small, but um, definitely my A1, day ones. And then, like, my team of people that I work with, that I've worked with on um, Wilhelmina's World, or even, like, during the pandemic, 
Like I really didn't slow down. Like I didn't stop my grind. Like I interviewed 30 artists in the middle of the pandemic, you know, and um, that's because of my team that kept me motivated. Shout out to Creative Media Group, um, all like my media, um, you know, Jayzo, Munch, Shea Bay, these are people that came to me in the pandemic and was like, yo, we want to do a virtual concert because we can't be outside. And, uh, you know, it was very successful. And we would interview five, we did uh, six different, um, six different like guess, series, episodes, uh, six different episodes. And we have five people each time. And um, I want to say the biggest artist breakthrough that I had during that time was interviewing Mooski um, with a track star record. I got a chance to interview him right before it blew up. And that's always very rewarding to me to get those artists like right when they're on the verge, right before they blow up. Like I love getting those exclusives. Like a lot of people don't know, like I did. City Girls first interview. So, City Girls. Yeah, so it's just like, I'm very grateful to be able to get uh, different exclusives, you know, before they actually go for the stars. Like, so it's amazing. You mentioned um, Battlegrounds, or what was it? Battlegrounds or Battle Royale? Battlemania. Battlemania. What is that all about? Um, Battlemania was the event that I curated where it was just basically. Everything I do when I'm when I do events is mainly to get people to come out and network mm-hmm. and to bump elbows with people they never met. Collaborate with this person. Collaborate yeah. with people. So um, when I came up with Battle Mania, shout out to Tony MC. Um, basically, it was uh, rappers, DJs, and producers battle so you all right good yes um, <laughs> let me start my question over yes, please. Okay. um battle royale okay so battle mania, battle mania. <laughs> was an event that I curated, shout out to Tony MC, he hosted it with me. And it was artists, producers, and DJs, and we we let them battle, and then we gave them a like wrestle belt at the end Word. to kind of, you know, congratulate them for winning the battle. I just like to do different stuff that people are not doing. So I know they have like battle rap more like in New York or up north, so I just wanted to do that for down south to just show that you know we do have different talent, we have different people that you know can really freestyle in a battle. And it just like I said, it was artists, DJs, and producers. So for them to get together and be able to chop it up, and people might not see each other or not accessible, so they get in that same room and they can trade information and link up, and you know, it's a circle right there. Yeah, I'm all about a network, man. You networking is big. A lot of people feel like, oh, networking is friendly. No, your network increases your network. So it's important to plug in with, you know, different people to expand. Um, 
Let's get outside and just soak up. Isn't it a Florida thing not being too friendly? Um, I would say so because when I'm in Atlanta, it wasn't like that. Mm. No. That's where I learned to network. It'll be like, yeah, yeah, let's get together. Let's do this song. Let's do this. Let's get the show going on. Make sure you come out here tonight. And I realized, like, that was missing from the scene. So when I moved back down here, I wanted to be able um, to incorporate everything that I learned from Atlanta here. That's dope. That's it. So you've been in the you've been in the game for a really long time. And I'm pretty sure you picked up on a lot of different things. Like, what would you say is one thing that you hate about the industry and one thing that you love about the industry? I'm not very the person that hates. Huh? The person that hates too often. No, 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 no. I'm not with the the thing I hate the most is like the fake industry and the politics and you know I'm, I'm not really into drama a lot of people drive off of drama and gossip and I really separate I'm not really one of them loving hip-hop type of that's not my type of you know what I'm saying vibe I don't really like the gossiping and the part of it and the fake politics and the grouping up with these different people. Like, I don't like that part of the industry. I, I don't consider myself, like, I, I work in the music industry, but I'm not industry. Mm-hmm. One thing that you love about it? Um, one thing that I love is music is universal. It's a universal language, so like when you go to a concert, there's people there from all different walks of life, religion, backgrounds, races, and they're really there because they love music. Really there because they concerts, love yeah. music. It's nothing else, none of the other stuff matters. Everybody just comes together and can rock, and it's like anytime I go to a concert, like that, that's one of my favorite things. I love. Going to events, concerts, covering um, concerts, and that's my favorite thing to just see everybody together, just no pressure, just everybody having a good time there for the same common thing. Like we like this same, these same artists and people. So exactly, just together under one roof, just vibing like just music. Is there the one thing that you want to change, if you could? No, I can't really say. I I could I could say that I wish when I came into my bag that I really wasn't in depth the way that I was. I went to college, so of course you know it's a lot of debt. So when you making the money and you coming out, it's like you having to pay all this stuff in your credit, like. If it wasn't for that, once I got invested in, it's like I felt like I had to catch up to get like on point. But if I didn't have that, then it's like I would have more money to really just focus completely into my craft, you know. But other than that, I really enjoy the experiences that I went through. Um, you just learn, you live and you learn every day. You know, everything's not going to go your way. Everything's not going to go as planned. Everything's not going to go 
as you see it, but we just keep going. I never imagined myself in this position because when I first started, I just wanted to rap, <laughs> you know, but now it's just like I've been able to do so many other things and I just feel myself growing, evolving, so it feels good. I want to change. Yeah. But that's like a, that's a kick in the face, like you have a door opened up for you just to find out that there's a long hallway with another door that you used to get through. Oh and yeah, then, uh, it's, it's like that, for real. Mm-hmm. Because even with artists, I think a lot of times people feel like, oh, they, they grind and once you get to this deal, mm-hmm. then it's like, you're all set. You're set. No, that's when the real <laughs> grind begins. Mm-hmm. That's when you really gotta go extra hard. Mm-hmm. That's when you really Got to be in the studio 24-7 because now you're a recording artist, so the pressure's on you. You have to Ooh. make hits, like, back to back. It's the same thing when you get a co-signer for me. Like, my team laughs at me because I was like, after 17 minutes, the celebration is over. Like, the what? Celebr- like what? <laughs> it's no time to get comfortable because we got to get ready for what's next. What's next? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, you can never get comfortable mm-hmm. or you're going to be stuff or you hype off your accomplishments mm-hmm. and then it's like yeah 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 you know i did this i did that and it's like it's somebody waiting to mm-hmm. take your spot if you're not on point everybody's always hungry people are hungry you're not so the only one you're not the only one trying to be the only one so mm-hmm. it's constant pressure of okay i gotta get this content mm-hmm. oh what's next oh i did this that was cute that was cool but okay what's next? that's how my brain thinks mm-hmm. like Recently, I've been trying to enjoy the moment more because it's like I could do something so amazing and great and then I'm so ready to go to the next thing that I didn't even really sit in there and be like, wow, that was dope. So it'll be like, all right, that was cool, what's next? You know, and people people don't look at it like that because they, like, First of all, like everybody's caught up in social media when really we, we're posting our highlights. Nobody is sitting on social media saying, well, I'm not sitting there saying, oh, I'm having a bad day or this ain't go my way or this didn't come through or this deal ain't go like I wanted it. But when you see the post, it's like, oh, you did this and that and this is going on and this is great. And it's like, yeah. you can't get caught up in the moments, but you do have to like celebrate those things. So, but the hype is nice. The hype is nice. <laughs> like it's a reward. I mean, we grew up on reward systems. I want to say not everybody, but majority of people grew up on reward systems. Like getting that pat on your back, like oh, I did a great job. People like to indulge in that for a little bit. People, most people do, mm-hmm. but for me, I'm like, what's next? What's next? That was cute. <laughs> You never satisfied? Never. Mm, never gonna settle. I feel like when you get satisfied, that's how you fall off. That's how you get complacent. That's how you get complacent. Mm. It's just kind of like um, sometimes you hear people who went to high school and they played football, mm. and it's like, yo, like. You was an all star. Right, but don't get caught up because then you're going to be stuck there saying, yeah, you know, when I was pro bowl in high school, like, I don't want to ever be that. And then for me, just, um, I've been working with MMG this month will be like five years. So 
when you around a boss like Rose, you're always gonna want more. I remember one time I asked him, so when are you gonna retire? And he was like, retire? I'm never retiring. I'm, I got my hands in so much stuff. Like, why would I ever retire? Like, there's always something to do. So just being around somebody like that who is your mentor and seeing him expand from not just being an artist, but writing a book, to having liquor, to having Wingstop, to having everything. It's like being around that only makes me say, okay, I have to expand. I don't want to just only interview rappers. I do want to do stuff like Women Empowered. Um, it was very a, a big deal for me to interview Sabrina Fulton, Trayvon Martin's mother. Like, you know, so I just feel like I want to just keep evolving. And that's just because the energy around, the people you're around, you know, you should want to grow. You should want to do more. I'm like, not only is this man rapping and liquor and Wingstop and checkers, but now you dropping books, you know. Always trying to see what's next. Always trying to see what's next. Always the perfect day to boss up, you know. Let me it's crazy dope. And I love that, mm-hmm. and that inspires me and motivates me. Just seeing him, that like he's not slowing down. He's just expanding. He's not just saying, "Okay, let me just be an artist." That's all I want to do to be an artist. Because nowadays, you can't be an artist. You got to be a brand. You have to be a lifestyle brand. People want to really be into you and what you got going on. And you better have more than just music to stream because if you get one song and you don't have another one, then that's it for you. But if you're smart and you invest and you expand your brand, then you have longevity. So just being around that, um, you know, makes me want more for myself. Putting that some more perspective on you just to get this topic back onto you. Like, Mm -hmm. what's next for you? What's next for me? Well, no, you're not slowing down no time soon. Nah, mm-hmm. um, definitely want to get back into my show with the meanest world. Um, but I'm gonna be doing some rebranding. So basically, next year, which is a few months away, like I'm just gonna be working hard right now, fourth quarter, getting ready to, you know episodes and I want to expand I want to start doing things out of town I feel like locally is what my city at least Miami um, I've worked my name a lot of people know me here so I want to be able to do out there here and just go back to Atlanta and LA New York um, host different events curate different events um, you know I, I would love to um, get into a position to where now that I work with a major artist, I would like to develop an upcoming artist. So that's my next. I was just like, going to say that team. too. Like, yeah. Yeah, because Hidden Jones, sorry, you know, CEO. I'm to ask you about that too. <laughs> um, Hidden Gems is my company. I do artist development as well. So um, that's just something that I, that's, I see for my future. Just blowing up a major artist. And I feel like that will kind of solidify my legacy and possibly push me into an A&R position. So I don't know where it's going to take me, you know, but I don't want to play small. I don't want to just be local. I want to go from local to global. I see that for myself. I don't want to, you know, I feel like 
especially if you can get hot in your own city, then you get the world to feel you. So that part. I've been able to do that. I've been able to attract the biggest boss. I've been able to uh, get liquor sponsorships without having to be mainstream. So I just want to keep it straight raw. I just want to keep growing, evolving. Um, I want to get into real estate, you know, um, just different investments. It's a source you're trying to reach for it. Yeah, just continue to grow and elevate. Like, that's what I want. That's that's my mission. I don't want to. Speaking about your legacy going down, like, even if if there's no concept for the end road or how everything's going to end, how do you convey to your audience that you have now, like the people that really look up to you that you really get an influence on? Like, what do you think they think of you? And how do you want to leave that legacy? Or how do you expect that legacy to be born as of now? I really don't know what people think of me. I really don't care. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> So I'm never, that is, honestly, that's the last thing on my mind, but what I would like to leave, just be saying, for the people, what I would like to be, like, I would like for people to say, this girl was a pioneer in the city, she was one of the first black women to have a successful internet radio show, she was influential, um, she motivated and inspired other people, um, I just want to be able to give back to the community and have a positive impact. And like I said, working with Maybach, that's been like an amazing experience. Um, everything that I've been able to do, but now for myself and my own, I want to take hidden gems, entertainment, and really just find the hidden gems, like the artists or the people, the underdogs, and just put some light on them, just shine them up, you know. Shine them up. And be able to walk them into a label and change their life. I want to be able to impact people's lives, change their lives, and just a positive Those hidden gems, those up and comings. If you had like some words of advice for an up and coming individual, whether it's an artist or creative rapper, singer, songwriter, uh, this person who just paints, like what would be a quote that you would give to them? Something that would just. Doesn't have to be positive, doesn't have to be negative. It's just one thing that you want them to need to know. Write the vision, make it plain, don't make serious, shall come to pass. That's in the Bible. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that it's important that you write your vision out, your goals, and you never stop. You never know, you know, how far you can go unless you stop. So don't quit. If the plan is not working, the way you like to adjust the plan or adjust the players. Um, be very careful of the company you keep. Um, don't be too accessible. But make sure like the people close to you is, is good, positive energy because you're not every day, especially being an entrepreneur, artist is not going to be the best day. Sometimes you're going to be discouraged. So um, definitely got to keep the faith in God and a team. Make sure you find a tribe, have a good team, keep good energy around you. 
That way you go fall. Miss <laughs> Wilhelmina Jones. Jones, it was a pleasure having you here today. Yes, <laughs> cheers. And cheers to success. Cheers to success. More light to it. More life, cheers mm -hmm. to Mignon. Mignon. Like, if you don't know, now you know. Like, wow. I would not expect you never mind, I would expect it. <laughs> I would expect it. Tell oh, real quick too, yeah. You wanna follow me? Yeah, tell everybody where to follow you. Make sure you follow me at Empress Raw um on Twitter if you want to VIP. It's Empress Raw, but outside of that, Instagram, follow me on Instagram. That's it. Don't you want to ask me anything? Is there anything you want to tell me? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Explicit. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Here for the story, not the fame. Our sparks energy, the big action. Till next time, guys.